and gentlemen, welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for health and athletics. Two Australian trail championships, a 24-hour track race, six-foot track marathon, and has represented Australia three times at the long-distance mountain running world championships. I mean, I guess you could say ain't no valley high or mountain low that she can't run, right? I mean, it's the other way around. Anyways, let's just say she knows a thing or two about running. Did I mention that Isabel has raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons? So, yeah, she knows her stuff. You'll be sure to get all your questions answered and maybe even a runner's high just by listening to the advice and good vibes of the Peak Endurance Podcast. Hi there, my name's Josie. I did Isabel's 28 day stretch and mobility challenge and I found it to be great because uh, who likes to stretch alone? It was very motivating twice a week to get on the floor and stretch with Izzy when she talks you through everything and it came at a great time for me coming off injuries, learning how to stretch and be more mobile with my body. Hello and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. We are the Tates. We are, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't I was it? wondering how you're gonna do that. <laughs> and here we are to talk about the prom 100 k number three of 12. Um 100 k races that I'm going to be doing in a 12-month period and yes we have notes yes we do we finally finally decided to put something on paper so we don't ramble on forever but you know we'll probably still ramble but that's okay um so yes this was number three and four weeks for me after buffalo five weeks after um oxfam for you it was five weeks after oxfam and the closest together you've ever done hundreds oh it was months five months maybe Yeah. yeah yeah Um, I've done this before, um, you know, mm. but, um, you know, you haven't. No. So um, we were a little bit wary, but, yeah. you know, that's okay. We're going to be doing it again because yeah. <laughs> you're going to be doing Ultra Adelaide, which that's is right. July, little, May. Yeah. Well, that's a bit a longer bit for longer. you. Then. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah. longer than five weeks. Yeah. And I've got six weeks this time until um, Princess Park, then two weeks after that is Ultra Adelaide. Yeah. Radio. So. Anyway, we entered the prom under the disillusion that, or the illusion, I don't know, that, um, you know, not too much climbing because, you know, as we saw it was around three, five, three, six yep. elevation, you know, and you think, well, not too much climbing. It won't take too long. It'll um, be okay. Yeah, we, we kind of compared compared it because elevation-wise it was very similar to Oxfam. So we, we And we kind knew of, it would be more technical than Oxfam yeah. because Oxfam was, you know, streets and, yeah. and stuff, but still. Yeah, we, we basically went into it, you know, basically thinking that it was going to be something similar to Oxfam. In, and especially in difficulty level. As far as effort went, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, were we wrong? <laughs> <laughs> we now, very... First of all, all right, so we arrived on the Friday. We were going to be camping but the weather was looking really crappy. Yep. And when we say camping, well, you know, in the car, yeah. which means, you know, you've got to kind of everything in the car with you and there's not much space. And if the weather's not good, you're kind of, because you can't even sit in the front seats because everything's pushed yeah, forward. Yeah, you push the seats forward. To, to be able to put the bed in. in. And yeah. so it's like, and I saw, we saw the weather was going to be bad. So um, I when we were leaving Queensland, I emailed Paul and went, oh, we might take the, uh, you up on that accommodation if there's still something available. So we did. Yeah. So we had accommodation. Which made it Thank so much easier. Because it absolutely poured on Friday night. Yeah, we, we were able, you know, once we got there and we checked in, you know, uh, for our race, um, check, checked out, got our mandatory kit checked and everything mm-hmm. like that. We basically went to the accommodation and we were able to prepare our dinner yeah. in comfort and eat it in comfort. And prepare our packs and I yeah. was able to stretch and do all those things. Yeah. 
you know, in comfort mm. and sleep snug in bed, listening to the rain pouring on the reef. That's right. And think, thank the Lord, we're not like the Julies. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was pouring. And while just after we'd finished our dinner, um, we were chilling out, getting ready for bed. The Julies came in um, after, having, after having tried to um, prepare their food yeah. um, at their campsite. Um, they came into the accommodation to prepare their food in the dry. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, Yes, they certainly had some watery adventures, rainfield adventures. Yes. When, when we refer to the Julies, it was Julie as a party and Julie, Julie Frank. Frank. Yes. So. Yes. Anyway, so then you know we got up bright and early, and it yeah. wasn't raining. Really. No, it was um, actually the rain. It rained almost right um, up until right up, time. right up until because even when we walked out to go to the start, it was kind of spitting. Nothing yeah. terrible. Though. No. Not so, not enough to put a coat on or anything. No, just... and it wasn't that cold. It was nine degrees, so mm. definitely t-shirt weather. Yeah. Um, we didn't even need gloves or anything no. like that. Yeah. No. Um. So. Oh golly, sorry, I'm still tired. <laughs> Pardon it's my morning. Yeah, that's right. It's now Monday afternoon. Monday, well, evening, evening. four to six. Yeah. Um, and we're still a little bit tired. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, the start went off and um, shout out to Mel Tech who caught out Go Isabel. She got there just in time but just missed saying hello to me, but that's okay. Um, she was racing in the 27K and did really yeah. well too. So, um, yeah, off we went off in the dark and the rain and, uh, well, not rain, dark and drizzle. Drizzle, yeah. It's a little bit drizzly. I think more. it was just a little bit of moisture in yeah. there, I guess. Yeah. And, so, and so you go out along the flat road a bit just to get out of the campsite. And then you head up the road, um, up Bitchman Road, to get to the fire trail yeah. that leads to the single track. Yeah. So you basically go up to a, a saddle between the mountains, mm, yeah. Um, and then, and then it turns into fire road on the other side. Yeah. And it was beautiful, clear fire road, and we we're kind of like, oh, we thought it was going to be single track. Oh, I wish it was single track. Yeah. <laughs> Those words came back to haunt yeah. us. <laughs> and we passed past the uh, the aid station. station. And uh, the course immediately turned into single track. Yes. And oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, I, we've both, well, we did the 40, whatever it was, because yeah. it always changes. I think it was 44 when we did 44. It. And um, I don't even know what year it was that we did it. It was 20. Because it was between yeah, lockdowns in my yeah. memory. It was, and it was December. It was, November, that's right. Yes. Yeah, because it, it was near, it had been cancelled due to COVID and rescheduled to, for later yeah. in the year. Yeah. And, um, we just forgot how hard it was, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done the 60 before there, and you've run it just for yeah. fun. Yeah. So we've done the trails. We know the trails, but, oh, no, we forgot. Completely. It's like yeah. giving birth. <laughs> you just forget. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, it was way more technical than we accounted for. Yeah. And, and not and technical with, you know, roots, and with rocks, and, and like we noticed, one thing we really noticed was um, the the terrain was constantly changing. Yeah. You know what was the word? I've forgotten the word. You see, my brain doesn't work. The different. What's like, the word for the different environments? Ecosystem. Ecosystems. Yeah. Thank you. Um, because you know sometimes it would feel like you're in rainforest, and other times it felt like we're in the dandies, and other times it's beachy, and yeah. you know, it was just. Oh, I mean, it was absolutely stunning. And the single mm. track, it was difficult, but it was. Stunning and beautiful, yeah. sing, beautiful single track, like really nice, but um, very, hard very, work. very rocky. There was some, you know, big steps up, some, yeah, you know, she's definitely done some stair training yeah, or something. That's right, and it was very undulating. So, you mm. know, once we got past the be the first beach section and turned towards Sealer Cove, Cove, yeah, um, it was either up or down, it wasn't oh, flat. There was, no, you know, there was no flat. It's funny if. You know, we said it, it felt like we were climbing the whole time on the way to Sealers Cove, and then it felt like we were climbing the whole time back. Yeah, it did. <laughs> back the other because it was like, oh great, we turn around, it's all going to be downhill. Oh no, it was no, all bloody climb. What? <laughs> How does that work? It's like when, whenever we go for a run, doesn't matter what direction we're going, and we get a headwind. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I, unfortunately for some people, they missed the turn off for Sealers Cove, um, which means they lost a twenty-eight kilometer out and back, which means they wouldn't have got a hundred k, which yeah. is. You know, and it was about 10 people. So it really highlights the importance of doing your due diligence, checking the maps, yeah, bringing maps. We had the printed copy like we had to, but I had downloaded the GPX and put it on an app called GPX Reader 
so that I could open it up and check it any time yeah. where we were that we were on track. And I had my phone on airplane the whole time to conserve battery. So it's not like, you know, um, you needed anything. And also yeah. there's not a lot of coverage down there. No. Which And that's really draining for your battery if it's searching for coverage all the time. And I knew there wasn't much coverage. So I just put it on airplane. Um, and, you know, there was no issues with seeing where we were on course and we never got lost. We never, if ever we had a query, we just looked. Yeah, it works. It's very much a, a digital version of apps like, like Avenza. Yeah, so it yeah. shows you like a, a map of the course and then it shows it has a blue dot of... Yeah, you know, so I think it's called GPX it. Viewer or something like that. Yeah. And it's free, you, but you're only allowed about three maps at a time. But I just delete them, yeah. you know. Um, so, you know, we didn't, and I mean, you had done the due diligence. And I mean, I'd looked at the maps, but I, because I was running with you, I was yeah. a bit lazy and relied on you. And you knew to turn there. But basically, yeah. if you're doing these kind of races, these kind of, because the Paul Ashton races tend to be more self-supported, the running wild ones, you've got to know where you're going. Um <laughs> And um, you've, got, you've got to check the maps. When I used to, you know, when I was running races on my own, like Alpine Challenge, I had those maps memorised. I knew exactly what I was doing because you've got to know. Yeah. It's self-responsibility. Yeah. You know, um, and so unfortunately these people maybe didn't realise that that's what they had to do. I don't mm. know. But I always think that's a, you really should yeah. do that sort of thing. Yeah, because so we noticed that. You know, we saw everyone start, but then when we did this big out and back, basically it was three people at the start, and then we did the out and back, and there was like the, ten or fifteen. The ten, yeah, there, there was like fifteen people, and we're like, "Where did everyone go?" Yeah. You know, because because it's such a long out and back, you literally have to pass everyone. You have to. You know, there's no going. way anyone yeah. could get through. Yeah. So seeing everybody. So yeah, and we were like, you know, half the field's missing. Where have they gone? Yeah, and all we could figure was that they'd gone, gone the wrong gone the wrong way, yeah. Yeah. which is unfortunate for them. Yeah. Um, you know, and like we saw Fleur later on, and and um, was it and, Fleur? Yeah. Yeah. And she had she yeah, had missed, missed a different turn. turn off, and and you know, and yeah. she knew that, and she was okay about it, but um, you know, she was a bit spewing too, yeah. but yeah, you know, and and it happens unfortunately. Yeah. Um. So sorry, just gonna have a sip. Bit thirsty. <laughs> But yeah, because and no, it's not wine, it's just water. No, just water today. Mm, yes, that's um, plenty. There, because of, of where it is, it's you know, basically it does a a lap of the of Wilson's promontory, and it's, the, the views are just amazing. Oh. Like you, and the white sand and the beautiful blue water yeah. and you know, and the rocks and and and, and like when we came into over Refuge Cove, there was a couple of yachts yeah, there. And yeah. it was just like, oh, this is, it was it just was, beautiful. It was funny. We, we were saying, you know, because we've just spent a week in, in Port Douglas and we were saying how the actual, the coast and the water actually looked more inviting here, um, here than, it did, prom, yeah. than it did in Queensland. You just, just the temperature you wasn't just know <laughs> that it's going to be freezing if yeah. you actually dipped a toe in the water. Yeah, but, oh, the, right. you know, it was nice and aqua and it was, you know, there wasn't a lot of wind, so it was nice and calm yeah. and... It just looked, yeah. you know, idyllic. Yeah, and the beautiful white sand. Like, yeah. you didn't get nice white sand like that at Port Douglas. No. So anyway, you so, know, yeah. it's just funny, isn't it's it? Just, it's just about 10 degrees. The water's about 10 degrees cooler. Oh, and the rest. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> 15. Yeah. So, so um, but yeah, no, it's an absolute stunning course and highly recommended in spite of it being super, super tough. Mm. Um, And so, you know, both of us are... um nursing sort of foot issues yeah. Ron with his um bunionette which I still think he actually probably should get checked out because you know as clever as I am at being to <laughs> Google <laughs> yeah. you know probably better to actually speak to someone who knows what they're talking about because yeah. I know a lot about running but I'm no physio mm. um and my heel um I've had it worked on I had you know it's I was told it was tight calf tight plantar it's not plantar fasciitis but tight plantar tight calves and they ripped into it and that did improve it for a couple of days before the race but then yeah but then it's well, gotten worse since and it was hurting during the race well we were what, about seven or eight k's in and you actually oh, tripped right. oh. stubbed your toe no no it wasn't the stomach that was when we were hanging out to the lighthouse i just sort of rolled my foot a bit oh that's right oh, yeah my god the agony and that's what started yeah. it was fine 
but it's like, oh, it was so painful. I had to yeah. stop, didn't I? Yeah. And everyone went past us and I was just like, I, I couldn't even run. I was in so much pain. That was horrible. Yeah. It's a really intense pain, like when the shoe moves on it and that sort of stuff. So I had to tighten my shoes up and pull my socks up <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, you know, grit my teeth and keep mm. going. And every now and then, and I have to admit, I took some Panadol, but um, um, yeah. every now and then it would just suddenly, late later as we were heading towards the lighthouse, I stubbed my toe, I kicked a rock and obviously my foot contracted because even my heel started hurting again. Mm. And it was like, holy moly. But yeah, so... um. That was a bit of an issue for us. But, um, you know, food nutrition went well for me. Like, you know, last time yep. at Buffalo, I couldn't eat. This time, once again, I'd had my back work done. I think it was Kaz Donovan who commented on, on the post. I think it was Kaz. Like, oh, mm. I hope I should have checked. It was. Who, yes, it was. Yes. Who said she'd had her back worked on and that helped. And I did. And ever since then, I haven't been having those terrible GI issues. Yeah. And the race was fine. Yep. And, and I mean, you know, obviously... I didn't feel like gorging on a buffet, but yeah. you know, we oh, and I bought the morning before the races. I bought this is our new this is our new nutrition yeah yeah uh, advice and yeah. four bacon and egg McMuffins from the local Maccas. Wrap them up in Glad Wrap. I was telling my daughter about it, and she was absolutely horrified. She thought that was terrible, yeah. and she's no nutritionist. <laughs> I am, um, but um. You know, they the muffin. To be fair, was dry as the desert yes. sand, but I mean, um, it kind of is when you buy it fresh. It is kind of. Um, but then when you eat you know, it a keep, day later, keep, keep it in a refrigerator overnight, and then keep it in your backpack for yeah, you know, the six hours of work. You my, well, I was eating mine after two hours. Yeah, so, but then, but anyway. yeah, but then you had your other one yeah, as well yeah. later on. But they went down well. Went they down did. a treat. Yeah. Um, I also had. On the Thursday night at home, we'd had pasta with some bolognese sauce, yep. and I just put some of that in a Ziploc bag yep. and had that. Um, didn't have any gels. I didn't have any sugar of any kind except for no. the cup of, well, I had a few sips of Coke at the ATK aid yep. station. And you also, I don't know how much, but you ate, but you ate about half A the little cliff nibble bar. of the cliff bar, and yep. that's when I had to. I, I also bought something called Gastro Stop that mm. I'd just heard about <laughs> after because I was. So let's go back, take a step back. I started to feel really dizzy on the single track, like really, really dizzy. Yeah. And it just kept getting worse and worse and wasn't dehydration because I was drinking. And, and I took some Cliff Bar because I thought maybe it was lack of sugar, although I was getting sugar from the carbs. Um, it wasn't, but it did set off my stomach again. So I yeah. took something called Gastro Stop. And you chew two tablets. We're actually quite yummy, as, as you recall. They were minty. I was all minty fresh after that. And it actually freshened my mouth, which made me feel so much better. But um, it helped. Um, oh, my God, it helped. And then a bit later, when my stomach felt a little bit dodgy again, I took another one, um, probably like five hours later. Um, and it said you can do that. So I read all the instructions beforehand. Yeah. Um, and, um, and my yeah, my stomach was gold. So... Mm. Give that a try if, if you've tried. I mean, I don't go for medication as the first thing, but if you've tried everything else like I have, but to be fair, I, you know, I've done all the right things. Like we had discussed that maybe I should take it before the race yeah. as a preventative, but I just wanted to see if, because sometimes when you do all these things, you don't know what works. Yeah. So I wanted to see if eating, you know, just savoury things worked and it did. And it was as soon as I ate something sweet that I the, the other thing you did differently is you had yes, soy, milk. soy milk on your breakfast. So I'm lactose intolerant and so I have lactose-free milk. But I'm finding even lactose-free milk makes me feel queasy these mm. days. So um, I went soy and that was so yeah. much better. Like I didn't feel sick even at the start. Mm. So um, it was it was really good. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, and so that's why I wanted to to not take the medication as well, just to see what worked. And, I, yeah. and I'd prefer not to take things as a preventative if I can help it. But, yeah, the gastro stop helped when I started to feel a bit iffy. Um, but, yeah, the dizziness. So it wasn't sugar because the dizziness stayed. Um, I do have an issue with dizziness. I get it on and off regularly. I find, like, at the, uh, the old place where we used to live, I'd run out the, you know, go to start running up the street and would just run into the fence when I'm feeling that dizziness and I, I would find if I just I'd have to look just at the footpath and it's something I get something I've had for years not sure if it's many years disease from which is why I have tinnitus 
and hearing loss in my left ear. So yes, if I ever you do talk to me and I don't hear you, I don't wear my, I actually have a hearing aid. I don't wear it when I run. Mm. Um, the hearing aid helps a little bit with the hearing loss, but also to, I can hear better so I don't have to hear the tinnitus as loud. And, but when I get tired, like in runs, the tinnitus gets worse mm. and it gets very screamy. I mean, it's screaming now, but it gets even more screamy. But um, yeah, they're not sure if the, tinnit, if the dizziness is from that or I've got a cyst on my brain. So we're getting a brain scan this week because the dizziness has been bad. Yeah. Um, getting a brain scan this week to figure figure things out. But yes, the dizziness yeah. was there, but I it did get better at night. I was telling Ron mm-hmm. because you know all the distractions were gone. Um, I had the head torch on. All I could see was in front of me, like when I look at the footpath. Yeah. There weren't things passing by my head, so you know that sort of vertigo dizziness. You know, it was so that really helped. The nighttime was much better, and I yeah. didn't feel the dizziness at all. Um, or not as bad, you know. Yeah. But if you ever see me in a race, you'll find that um, when I stop, I stumble about a lot, and that's not because of fatigue. That's because of the dizziness I get, and mm. it's happened at all races. And I often get medics quite concerned or wanting to pull me, but it's just me and my dizziness. Mm. Um. Yes. So, so that was um, that. And water. Now, water. <laughs> one of the things with this race is it is pretty much self. Um, self-sufficient mm. there are some water um, tanks for the campers around um, some of them were not so nice <laughs> yeah because like some of the campers said oh don't drink out of it it's yeah. green so um, we did take extra like we we took a liter and a half each yeah um, and once we got to the lighthouse which was at around 55 ish kilometers yeah um, there was a really nice water um, water source there um, yep. on the side of the lighthouse so we were able to fill up our bo- bottles except isabel only filled up one bottle i forgot because i went to the toilet <laughs> not and, not because i was yeah. sick but i was busting yeah. um and i was so, meant to fill up my electrolytes and like the goose that i am yeah so um Needless. And you even said, are you all filling yeah. up water? Yeah, yeah. When, when, when you ran back towards me while I was waiting, yeah, I said, are you right? Have you filled up your water? You're all good. Yep. Uh, so needless to say, and there was another. And we know. got we got like 500 metres further we, down this steep hill. And I went, yeah. oh, my God, I forgot to fill up my electrolytes. And Ron wouldn't go back and do it for me. It was a very steep huh? <laughs> <laughs> So um, needless to say, by the time we got back to the aid station, which was about 70 kilometres, um, Isabel was dry, very dry. Oh my god! And so, I like delirious from thirst. So she filled up the her, seventy kilometers. You mean? Yeah, that's what. I, said. Oh, I thought you said eighty. No, sorry. seventy. Um, and so she filled up her water bottle at the aid station, took, took one mouthful, oh and just about, just about sprayed it across the across the at aid the lady. <laughs> it was so disgusting. It was beyond just chlorinated. There was even some other chemical. I don't. Even, I can't even imagine what the hell it was. Which, which was fine for me. I was happy to drink that. But, but the guy, uh, the not... guy there was really nice because I'm like, I can't drink that. And she goes, Yeah, sorry, it's tidal river water. And um, the guy said, There's a creek, you know, about four k's up. You know, the, it's not the first bridge, the second bridge. So he yeah. made it very clear which one it was. He said, You can drink that. So we ran along, and because of my dizziness, I had to get Ron to run, yeah. walk down to the so creek. Yeah, hop off, the bridge, in. hop off the bridge and crawl down to the water. And he's like, it's orange. Was the was looking, I, was looking, I was looking into it with my head torch, and it was looking quite orange. I and I'm like, sure. <laughs> so I, I filled up the bottle. I had a bit of a sip just to make sure it didn't taste too foul. And I said, I think that tastes all right. I gave it to Isabella and she didn't even test it. She just sculled it. I was so thirsty. As long as it didn't taste like chlorine, yeah. I didn't care. It could have tasted like whatever dead sheep dead sheep which is that nice sweet taste yeah. but uh but um it, i just can't stand chlorine that oh my yeah. god so she yeah. gulled it and then i filled it up again and she, yeah 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 and oh and then i felt so much better yeah like i'd literally you know when you get so thirsty you almost feel a bit manic yeah and, th- and that's how i was feeling yeah. like i need water so bad you know yeah and i couldn't eat because my mcmuffin was as dry as the desert yeah so you couldn't you couldn't in and you also, couldn't you eat it without. Yeah, you, yeah, and you also just generally need water to, yeah. to digest food. But mm. I definitely could not eat that McMuffin yeah. with. Mm. Oh my God, no! That so there, therein lies the problem with the yeah. McMuffin. Um, maybe we need to like sprinkle water on it. But, oh, I yeah. don't know what to do because know. other than that, it works beautifully. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the maybe answer, it's good because it also gets a... you to drink water. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Anyway, yes, I'd forgotten about that whole yeah. river episode. 
So, so then, oh my God, then we went up the hill. We went up, yeah, we had a, from there, I don't know, a two or three kilometre uphill. And which is when Fleur like, went past us because she was yeah. obviously full of beans by then because she was a bit upset about having missed it. Missed the turn off, yeah. Yeah, because um, we had been ahead of her before she missed the turn off yeah. anyway. But um, then we went down the Bitumen Hill. Yeah, so once once you Beautiful get through the saddle, you, you start heading down the hill back towards Tidal River. and it's, Two K. Yeah, it's about three K. Three K, solid downhill, just, you know. We we're just taking it easy, yep. cruisy, cruisy. Yep. Which was really good, you know. It's nice to, I guess, turn the brain off and not have to yeah. think about where you're going. And which can be a mistake, though. It, well, it turned out to be a bit of a mis mistake <laughs> because we turned the corner onto the main road into Tidal River, and they've just done a bit of roadworks where they've laid down that. that oh my God, God, that awful that, ch chunky. Where they where they put the tar down and then they sprinkle the stones on top and just leave it. To, yeah, and, and leave it. And Isabel turned the corner from the nice, flat, smooth tarmac. And tripped on the stones, like yeah. literally. It was We've done all this technical stuff. It was a, it was about two millimeters rise. And on his mum went down to bag of shit. She tripped on the stones, and she couldn't have she couldn't have picked a worse surface to fall oh on because it was God, a gray so city, painful. And I've got this huge bruise on my hand that goes from my wrist almost up to my fingers, yeah. and that's on the hand that's not cut. And my knee got cut yeah. quite deeply and and it was just so painful. I'm lying there. <laughs> she lay there like a turtle. It was quite I, I didn't want to laugh because she was in a lot of pain, but she lay on the ground like a turtle. <laughs> and, I'm, and he's going, Oh, oh. And, and she's like, Can you help me up? I was like, Well, yeah, but I I'm just waiting for you to, you know, feel better. Feel better and offer me a hand to help you up. Because <laughs> she was like, she had her legs and her knees in the air. <laughs> Sorry, her yeah. hands and her knees in the air like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> because I was so painful. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and um, right. and so you got me up and then you're like, what do you want to do? And I just ran away from you, didn't I? Yeah, I'm running I, was, I, was, I was saying, I was calling to her saying, if you stop, I can have a look. But she, she just kept on running. I'm like, I don't want to look. I don't want to think about it. I just want the pain to stop. And 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 you know what it's like, you know, and I just I just wanted the pain yeah. to stop because it was because it's cold hands, because like it was cold. Yeah. And cold hands on the hard bitumen and there was this big flap of skin hanging off my hand and it was bleeding and I, oh, but the, the hand that wasn't bleeding was the actual one that hurts worse, which yeah. is why there's such a huge bruise. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and we just kept going. It was just like, Oh, it, just, it was only, you know, from there, it's about a kilometer, not even a kilometer to back to the start finish station. line, yeah, yeah, which yeah, was the yeah. aid station, which was the, the infamous 80, aid station that you've been dreading station. for like two weeks, just about having nightmares. We, we had this discussion, and and it's something that I've I've always I've, I've you know I think the last time we we're at the race, I was thinking about it, thinking imagine doing eighty kilometers, having to pass through the through the um, start finish, and then having to make that decision. You know, it was dark. It, you know, night time's already fallen, and you've got to make that decision to go out for another twenty kilometers. And even because that didn't bother me, it just doesn't. It, it, do, it does. It doesn't bother, bother me. me. Yeah, and I know. We were, I know. You know, went back when we were, I don't know, 30, 30 or forty kilometers in, and I was having a really low moment. I yeah, was, you were because you, you weren't eating. That's what I wanted to bring up. You were having a low moment because you weren't eating. Because yeah. I noticed you started slowing down and you were sort of grunting a bit more than usual. Yeah, yeah. even more. Sure. And I'm like, "Have you eaten?" And you're like, "No." <laughs> and and I was at that point I was going I just don't know if I can go past the 80k no, mark I, it, I don't know I don't know if I can do it block for you it was and I don't think it was even the energy it was just a real mental block yeah. because you'd been talking about it for a couple of weeks and part of the reason you were unsure about doing the race was because yeah. of that yeah wasn't it yeah um so I mean it was a huge mental block for you so yeah. well done for but yeah and and then you know once I got some food in and I was I was probably you know I drunk lots of water and stuff like that. Then there was no, no real doubt that I was, you know, not. I'm going to much go glad on. that you didn't yeah. let it stop you. And then, and once we got to the aid station, it, you know, I, I never, no, time. never even entertained the idea of not. Yeah, I mean, it's only again. twenty. It was only twenty-two more k's. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. So, like, honestly, it's just that mental. Yeah, you know, I get barrier it. Barrier of what's coming and how is it going to go? How is it going to play? Yeah. But yeah, once once we got there, and you know. It, yeah. it, you know, I didn't even really think about it, to be honest. Yeah, so then we headed off on the 20K loop, and that's when um, we were running with Luke, John, and Sarah. Yeah. And shout out to because Luke. Who with, with, Sarah, with Sarah, we'd, um, you know, kind of left, 
leapfrogged her a yeah, couple of times. Lot, we, yeah. we were running basically She's lovely. at the same pace. So she would be in front of us for a little while and then she would, you know, we, we'd passed her at the White House and then yeah, yeah. she she caught up to us again a little bit after that. So we ran together for a while yeah, and yeah. Then we we kind of... Yeah, we chatted a lot on there, out and back to South Point. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, and, and then, so then we were in a group. Yeah, the five of us, which was yeah. nice. And one thing discussed with um Luke was, you know, we were talking about recovery and all those sorts of things and the fact that, you know, a lot of people obsess about all the expensive recoveries like cryotherapy or um those compression boots or whatever it is, when really the basics are food, sleep and water. Mm. And that's really all you need to do. Um, oh, my recovery time's improved. Yeah, lovely. Um so um sorry my watch just told me I'm improving by recovering. Um so um you know and and how important it is to focus on those things and really it's it's 100% true like you don't have to spend a bajillion dollars on recovery. All these races I'm doing I'm not doing anything special for recovery except sleep, food, the water I'm not so good at. So not really I don't really like drinking water but I do make myself as much as possible. Mm. right and they are the basics you know that's really all the human body needs it's yeah. not it's not that fancy yeah you know anyway i just wanted to go into that and it was john's first 100 k yep he was doing super duper well and and was in a really positive frame of mind. and what i really liked was um luke has done 100k before and he started run, he's done surf coast century and yeah, you can tell we had a really yeah. good chat <laughs> um and um he just started running with John at the start of the race and they ran. They, the hadn't, they didn't know one another they before. They the ran the whole race together and, you know, really helping each other. I could hear Luke going, is this pace okay? And they're, you know, checking on each other. And I just thought, you know, isn't that, this is what is yeah. so awesome about ultra running. Like, yeah. you know, um, I just think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just such a great way to reaffirm your that 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 people are good mm. you know and that there is good people out there anyway so they sort of um so we got down off mount bishop then because that yeah. was the, the lily pilly loop and it was beautiful and groomed we were like thank god if yeah. we'd had to do some of that technical trail in the dark i mean god stick a pencil in my eye <laughs> you know? but yeah. um it was i mean the up and back the out and back to mount to bishop the, was a top, little bit yeah. technical but nothing yeah. too yeah nothing too terrible except our lights started to go flat yeah. so other than that, it was yeah. great. So we got down, we we changed our head torches. So they got a little bit ahead in front of us. Sarah had fallen back a bit. Yeah. But she was fine. Like on Sarah, own. Sarah, um, you know, she openly said that she struggled a bit on the downhills. That's not, yes. not really her thing. So when we were coming down off off Mount Bishop, she kind of fell a little bit yeah, behind. Which was fine. Yeah. Um, you know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, so then um then we did our power walk. Yeah, we got our march on. Yeah, oh, the swinging arms march, <laughs> and we passed the two guys. Yeah. And then we just ran the hills. And yeah. and every time we'd see those road signs with the wiggly arrows, one would go, oh, that's my legs, yeah, my spaghetti my, legs. My spaghetti legs looked an awful lot like those wriggly signs. Yes. So <laughs> um, so then, and then we had two beach. Yeah. Beach running. Having, having said that, you know, we were both, our legs were, were quite... Drained done but yeah. we still we were still, we were still running. running yeah, yeah. We, oh absolutely even on the sand we would yeah. run walking like we'd run for a bit walk for a bit run yeah. for a bit you know um yeah, yeah no i think we were doing really well and up the hills we were still really marching yeah, we were. you know because of course every time you go down onto the beach to go onto the sand then you have to go up, and up off the beach <laughs> mm. and um uh yeah so then we did all of that and um yeah. almost went past the bridge but luckily, I got out my map. Oh and yes, yep, right yep. at the end. Yep, no, yeah. It's different. Yeah, because you know? we'd come over the bridge in the opposite direction at the start of the twenty, the final twenty mm. k loop, and then when we came back to the bridge on the, you know, to get back into the caravan park, it looked completely different. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was. It <laughs> we was went, went straight past. Yeah. So um, anyway, so then we headed. Yeah. back in and we were got some lovely done. cheers from the people in the caravan park oh my god there guns. was a group well when we headed out on the 20k loop it was um there was a group there and i think they were all having their saturday night drinks yeah. like i said there's nothing better than the cheers you get from a bunch of drunk people <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny when we came back in the guy you oh, good on you boys and yeah. i'm like boys, boys. and girls <laughs> And he went, oh, I don't think he said it. I don't even know no. if he understood what I said. He was probably that, I don't know. Yeah, probably, yeah that's it. 
Um, but yeah, but I mean, that's happened to me before in the dark. They just assume that you're yeah. a guy, and yeah. that's fine. I don't really care. Um, you know, it's worse things to get upset about. That's it. Um, so yeah, so we came in and and we got our after photo taken. So yeah, and we we were just because we've just been for a nice loosening walk, and we were saying yeah. how you know in our in our minds there was absolutely no difference between the how we look at the end how we look at the start of because the because I was saying everyone, I bet you can't even tell the difference and, then, and I was thinking yeah I'm I'm wondering if we look at the photos and go holy Jesus did we, we look really like look at that yeah, the end? Race, yes. <laughs> I think we looked very much the same nice, nice <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll put the photos up and you be the judge yeah. once they're aren't, of course yeah. um once yeah because um the adventurers Ian Ian yeah. was there yep um, taking some photos at the start and finish and you had a couple of people out on the course as well. Yeah. So, yeah, once the photos are in, we'll put them out and you be the judge. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying this now that I think we look the same. Of course, I haven't looked at them, so yeah. God knows. But, you know, <laughs> we're still, at least we were both smiling yes, in we both were. of them. Yeah. You know. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, just a, a great race. And, you know, where we were staying at the accommodation was the the uh lodge i don't know what else to call it that paul had booked yep. so a lot of the volunteers were there and that was great to see um yeah, we had some nice chats to you know to the people that were there yeah you know like damien who was sweeping the 100k yep. you know and and he was a bit spewing because he didn't get to run the whole 100k because yeah, he's his runner the the, the the last place runner got quite a bit behind the cutoff or, or behind you know the yeah. predicted time so they had to get picked up by the medics i think it was or the oh, rescue okay. or someone yeah yeah and driven back to the start uh, start finish so he's he was a little bit upset that yeah he so said that the person sweeping the 60k race actually did more k's than he did oh no <laughs> i missed that bit <laughs> so oh, that's a bummer <laughs> we're laughing but yeah. yeah um but yeah no and and it's funny because i met damien at buffalo just before coming up to clear spot on yeah. the on the return so you know it's just such a small world and everyone's yeah. so friendly and lovely you know like just so awesome and yeah. and like annabelle was there she was staying at the lodge and she was there in the morning as a volunteer and when we arrived at the end of the night she was still there and still heard chirpy and still so. chirping cheering. <laughs> she said oh i'll go back to the lodge and get you your water is i'm like no i feel guilty you know because yeah. i wouldn't drink the the tidal river water because i was being a princess again but she volunteered and i'm like no i felt too guilty to make oh, i can't i did think about it but then i'm like no isabel you can't do that yeah. <laughs> and um and she was just you know just lovely and everyone's so helpful and hmm. You know, that's and of course the Julies were there when we came through the aid yes, station at the, at the, at the ADK mark. The Julies, the Julies were, there. were there and so helping us out and, and like Julie at the party was there at Oxfam helping yes. us. She was helping with drink bottles and yep. finding, you know, Kevin's wife Sally yeah. and all those sorts of things. And yep. you know, like everyone is just yeah. always so happy to lend a hand and yeah. be nice and be helpful and you know, I mean, and that's the thing, like doing these 100Ks, I have become, since, you know, I was sort of racing a bit, but since um, like my divorce, I've become a bit of a recluse and wasn't doing much or seeing people or going to races, just going to the very few races. And I was becoming a bit of a recluse, to be honest. I wouldn't run with people, do anything. And this is really opening me up again and getting me to see more people and, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good to, you know, get out and catch up with people yeah. that, you, that you maybe haven't seen for a while and meet new people. Meet new and, people. you know, because we're all doing the same thing. We all obviously have the same interests. So it's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's, um, it's really nice to get yeah, out. Yeah, no, there and, it's lovely. And, and everyone's so, it's, it's like, you know, the ultra people have changed since when I first started. Like when I used to, I was telling them when I used to race, it was all the same group and we would just see all the same group at all the races. But because I haven't raced for so long, the groups change. Yeah. But like we said, you know, I've seen Damien twice now and we see other people again, mm. you know, and just getting to know new people and the new group. Yeah. And and it's lovely because it ultra running attracts lovely yeah. people. Um, and so it's it's just really nice seeing everyone out mm. there and getting mm. to know a new group of people who are just as friendly and wonderful and and I'm sure we'll see a lot of them again at Princess Park yeah. and, and at Ultra Adelaide. Well, it'll be more the Adelaide crew, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so, and, and the one other thing that we I wanted to talk about was the fact that it's putting me out of my racing comfort zone 
because normally as people know I'm probably more well known for doing hard mountainous climbing mm. ultras those real rugged with heaps of elevation but this is getting me to do different ones like this coastal one I would never have thought to do the prom 100k before I would yep. do the shorter races there but I would never have done the 100k and um certainly would never do the Prince's Park 100k yep. you know not that there's anything wrong with it but you know the thought of just running I've done a 24-hour track race but the thought of running around you know a park for 100k like yeah. I'd prefer to do it in the mountains but yeah. it's really getting me to do different races different courses and it's really good yeah it's good to do something that's a bit hard for you, you know, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Buffalo was a lot of climbing, but I've certainly noticed I've got more doms after um, the prom because in spite of the technicality and everything, it was a lot more running. That's right, yeah. So I'm sore in different ways and also sore from all the the different technicality. Yeah. Like the technicality at Buffalo is different to the technicality at, at um, the prom. Yeah. And I'm um, just sore in different ways. So yeah. it's it's quite interesting. and And fun and it is good not always to do the races that you know suit you but sometimes to do the ones that you know won't suit you yeah and in saying that i came second female yes you did mm -hmm. yeah there were only six women in the race but that's okay but you came second so <laughs> okay second female that's it so you know um it was you know not that I, that's i'm not doing it for that sort of stuff um, it was a surprise. It was a. It was a surprise. Know. I didn't. I just was going out there to get yeah. around the course, you know, but it was nice, yeah. you know. And yeah. um and yeah and we we worked solidly, the whole time. Like yeah. we weren't cruising, taking it completely easy at no. all, were we? No, 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 no. We were we were moving fairly relentlessly. Yeah, just yeah. Constantly moving. Yeah, and we didn't like there was only, well, three aid stations. I guess one yeah. of them you went to twice. Yeah. We didn't stop. No. I mean, you stopped at um, at the 80K, you took off your shoe to get some... Yeah, because I had some sand in my shoe that was kind of paining me a bit. So I, I sat down to take my shoes off or my shoe off to drain that. Um, and you tried to eat some noodles, but that didn't work. Yeah, so you put well, because they just, I didn't like them, to be honest, yeah. you know, so which is fine, you know. But, yeah. yeah, but you, we were probably in and out of there in five minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just not one to mess around in aid stations because the yeah. longer you're in there, the longer you want to stay. And that's what Luke said because at that aid station that they stopped and he sat down and he said he's never sat yeah. down. Well, he's only done 100K before, yeah. but he realised that was a mistake. Yeah. And also he sat in front of a fire. He said that was oh, the geez. other mistake. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know, because the fire's nice and warm and then it's yeah. like, oh, and no, I've got to get up and leave the warm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, in a miler, you might be maybe sit down, but in a hundred k, I think you can get away with not sitting yeah. down or stopping. Quite yeah. frankly, I think you just need to relentless forward progress. Just yep. keep moving. You know, I think you're much better off to do that because the sooner you get up and get out of that aid station and keep moving, the sooner you're going to be finished. Mm. I mean, not that we we look forward to these races and then we're like, oh, I just want to be finished. But you know, and we did enjoy the race, but by the same token, we did want to be finished. I mean, part part of that feeling is is the feeling of finishing it is yeah you know, that, that sense of accomplishment that's right yeah it's not just you know you want it over and done with you actually the feeling that you get from actually finishing it is yes, awesome isn't it pretty good yeah yeah like it was good wasn't it like mm. it was enjoyable yeah it wasn't a big hoo-ha there was only a few people around because once again yeah. running wild events are nice grassroots rates which, yeah. which is why we like them yeah. because we're not into the big hoo-ha um and you know it was, yeah. but it was nice. It was people we knew. They were yeah. friendly. They were nice. You the and and the people that you've spent, you know, half your day um, running with or having contact with, yeah, you know, because there, there was a few different out and backs here. Um, yes, we saw see. we saw you know the people around us. Yeah, regularly. And, and one of the guys that was there that had just finished, he was in the same lodge as us. Yeah, that's I can't right. Remember his name? No, no. Um, yeah. Um, so you know, and he was nice, and there was another yeah. guy who was there. Damien Hughes was that, there. Was it, was yeah, it, he'd yeah, finished he, a bit he, earlier. Where we live. I think, he, yeah, he, he'd finished a bit earlier, but he was waiting for Luke, I think. Oh, was finish. he waiting for Luke? Okay. Um, because he asked, when we first got there, he asked, you know, if he was. Oh, okay. Um, so he was waiting at the finish line. Um, I think it was maybe an hour or two hours. I wondered why. After, yeah, after he finished. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and got chatting and realised that, you know, he sees us when we're out doing our yeah. weekend runs around Bayswater. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, yeah. Um, so once again, it's it's the one of the pleasant things about ultra running is you know now we've got someone that we can say g'day to when we're out running yeah, and seeing that's right. you know 
in the neighborhood. Yeah. So yeah. So it was all. It was. It was such a good event. Mm. Such a. You know, it just. I don't know. It just gave me that really good feeling. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, there were no terrible experiences. No, no, I, I yeah. that whole race was good. Mm. The worst thing for me was the dizziness. Yeah. I have to say. Um, even the foot, although that was bad for me, it wasn't as bad as the dizziness because there was one point where I was a little bit concerned, if you remember, yeah. where I said I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to yeah. finish. Um, and you actually um, had me run in front so that you could focus on me. Yes, just look at you so yeah. I didn't have to look at the terrain per se, mm. um, you know, or try to work out where you're going yeah. because Ron could figure out the trail. I just had to follow him. Um, and that certainly did help. That did help. But, yeah, I was a little bit concerned because, you know, I didn't want to do something that was unsafe. And yeah. the dizziness at that point was starting to feel a little bit unsafe. But I really, really did want to finish. So, And I did, and it was not a problem. But like I said, it improved in the dark because there was no peripheral vision mm. stuff to see. So thank yeah. God because it was a little bit, quite a bit disconcerting, to be mm. honest. Um, so that was the worst thing, which was totally not to do with the race, just to do with me. Yeah. Um, and everything else was oh, beautiful course. I mean, we, we complain a bit about how tough the terrain was, but that's that just oh, is. It's part of trial running. You know, really, it's yeah. part of trial running. And um, we just, you know, up in the dandies, we just don't get that to kind yeah. of technical trails. No, we don't get the road. You know, it's all fire road. Hmm. Um, so, you know, basically you need to train to the terrain, but it's hard because I'm doing so many different races yeah. with so many varied terrains. I'm not going to be able to train to the terrain. Yeah. If this was my singular year focus, and I had six months to prepare for it, I would be training on that sort of terrain. Yeah. And that's what you need to do. It, with my case, that's not possible. But, you know, if you yourself, dear listener, have a specific race in mind, you know, get onto Google Earth, look at the maps of the terrain um, or, you know, look at the terrain in that area if you can. Or Maybe speak to some past Look at photos, yeah. you know, of the race, speak like when I was going to England once to do um, the three peaks, it was a, you know, one of the world championship races. I found I was doing research on the race. I found a blog from a guy who had done the race. I emailed him so he could give me good descriptions of the race because this was back in the day when there wasn't lots of stuff on the races around. And and so you've got to do that kind of thing. And that's what I did. And he gave me heaps of info on what the course was like and all that sort of stuff so that I could prepare. Um Obviously, you know, it, it, it should be easier if you're in Australia looking at doing an Australian race. But even if you're going overseas, do your research. Join the the groups on Facebook. You've got all that sort of stuff now. You didn't have mm. it back in my day. But you can do all that now and, yeah. and get information from people on the course. Obviously, their words are not gospel because how one person. Some people may have looked at the course and said it wasn't that technical, yeah. you know. But, um, you know, it still gives you an idea. Yeah. So do try to do training on similar terrain as much as possible. It's never going to be exactly the same. It's not going to be perfect, but just do the best that you can. Hmm. So, yeah, and so finally, what's next? Princess Park. Princess Park. So, so that's once again, 24th of June, something like that. What Isabel was just saying about training, you know, for the race, we're not going to spend the next six weeks running exactly. around a park no, no. <laughs> because, because there's other yeah because in august i'm going to be doing the one in switzerland which is you know heaps of climbing so i'm going to be training for that mm. um because there's nothing worse as evidenced by buffalo of that feeling of all that climbing with no mountains in your legs yeah. so i'd rather do that i can just because um princess park is two weeks before adelaide so i don't want to wear myself out of princess park uh and then have nothing left for adelaide so I'm just going to take a pretty easy cruisy run, walk Princess Park, because even just run walking it, it'll still be a lot quicker than yeah. the others because yeah. it is it's just flat. a park. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to run with me for Ultra Adelaide. Yep. yep. And Grant is coming over too. He's going to do that one. Oh, he is. Is he? Yeah. Is he's he, definitely, no, he, he, yeah. He was he, talking about yeah. it. He's he's in. Oh, he's in. So that, he better be fine. training too. So yeah. he'll have to come out on some runs with us. Yeah. Um, that's Grant Scurry, who I've known from Knox Roadrunners days. Um, so he'll have to come out and do some training with us, mm -hmm. which means we might have to nail down a time on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, no, I do. we just roll out of bed and are so lazy, we just start running. Our, we our running the... starts when we've finished our toast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and our 45th coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but we might actually have to set some times. Yeah. Um, 
So, um, yeah, so that's Ultra Adelaide. And then um, after that, we'll be going overseas, yeah. which we still haven't booked. No, but we will. Yes, so we've got week. to do that. Yeah. I've booked it in with my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, let them know we're coming. So, yeah. you know, we're mm. doing it. We're doing it. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's the pod. Please give us feedback. Give us your thoughts. Check out our photos. Tell us if we yeah. look the same yeah. before and after. <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm going to post them. I'm not going to say which is the before right, and after. Okay. I'm going to ask people to guess. Okay. What do you reckon? Well, once again, I guess the truth will be in the photos. Yeah, like, that's right. You know, there shouldn't there shouldn't be any real difference. We're still wearing the same clothes. Yeah. Don't uh, even talk about yeah, no. yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering how obvious it'll be. I reckon we felt the same. Yeah. We felt just, you know. Well, did we? Well, we were probably. Actually, a didn't tired. feel too bad. No, and it wasn't a late big. I mean, no, we were finished by just after ten. Just after ten, so it yeah. wasn't like it would, we'd been running all night or. To be fair like though, it was later than we normally go to bed, but it's yeah. not like it was a one o'clock yeah. finish. Yeah. Um, it was quite civilized hour, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, you be the judge. <laughs> yes, you be the judge. Yes. All righty. So thank you for joining us on the podcast. Um, don't forget to go to peakchocolate.com.au. Get your 15% off with Isabel Ross. That's still Ross. <laughs> Those aren't going to change. No. Just to keep you on your toes and keep guessing, go to Flexbeam and get 10% off with Isabel Ross 10. Um, I've actually got it on my leg at the moment. I've just got to turn it around, um, put it on my calf. I had it on my shin. Um, I, I, I took it down with me to yep. the prom. Um, people were asking about it. Um, you know, I just use it every day, like, honestly. Yeah. I just do. Mm-hmm. And with the pink chocolate, just saying, I put it, I make chia pudding for um, my morning tea and I mix their chocolate drink in with that and it's really yummy. Mm. Okay, a little tip. So the chia seeds, water, the um their chocolate and some maple syrup okay mm. and it's a nice mix and then i put berries on it nice. there you go so did you want me to make you that for no, your morning right. tea no, you no, sure no well i don't have time between no. breakfast and lunch no you don't, don't you have, have a late breakfast. i don't have morning tea yes mm. my day just revolves around eating <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all righty anyway enough about us yeah. um Thanks for joining us again. Um, If you've got any ideas about who you would like us to interview, could you please DM us, email us, shoot us a text if you know us that well, Mm. tell us at the next race. I don't know. Tell us who you'd like us to interview. That's right. And we'll see if we can do it. I mean, (laughs) they've got to agree too. But, um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Excellent. All right. right. Thanks for joining us. Have a good rest of your week and we will catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.